Bottom Line Podcast. What's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. I hope you're doing well. As always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen. I really do appreciate it. You already know what it is. Questions, opinions, Twitter and Instagram at Bottom Line WMCX. Use the hashtag Bottom Line voice message on the Anchor app or at Anchor.fm and drop a like and a comment down below. If you like what you see on YouTube and subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode and subscribe on all audio listening platforms as well. Just include Jimmy when searching for the Bottom Line podcast. So I know there were no episodes last week. I do apologize about that. Neil and I do apologize about that. It's just that, you know, another busy week has called and we had to answer that call. So unfortunately, there were no episodes last week, but we are back this week with new episodes. This one, you're riding solo with me. Neil will join me on Friday when we will go over NFL free agency involving the Giants and the Jets. So Neil will join me in the next episode. So don't you worry. Neil is perfectly okay. But today, like I said, you're riding solo with me as today we will be talking about the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. Now at the time of this recording, the Rangers are four and two in their last six games and the Devils are four, one and one in their last six games. The Rangers coming off a five, three win against the Buffalo Sabres. They play uh, tomorrow night, March 25th, 2021, against the Philadelphia Flyers. That game is in Philadelphia, by the way, for the Rangers at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And the Devils will be in Washington to take on the Capitals, also a 7 p.m. start uh, tomorrow, March 25th. So at the time of this recording, which is March 24th, 2021, the current standings are as follows. The New York Rangers are currently 14 and 13. They are a game above 500, 14, 13, and four. Like I said, four and two in their last six. And the Devils are not that far behind. They're 12 and 14, two games below 500, just four points behind the Rangers, six points behind the Flyers, and eight points behind the Boston Bruins, who have the last playoff spot in the Mass Mutual East. And by the way, in case you're wondering where Boston is, they are currently 16, 8, and 4 at the time of this recording, with the best team in the East obviously being the red-hot New York Islanders, who are 21, 8, and 4. Wow. Props to the New York Islanders. I got a feeling they're going to make a ton of noise come playoff time. They, they might have a chance to go to the Stanley Cup final this year. I know Neil has uh, that, that has the Islanders as uh, one of his teams to go to the Stanley Cup finals. That's looking good for him. But uh, as far as the other team that he picked, Vancouver, I mean, look, Vancouver still can make a run. I mean, they, they started off pretty terribly, but right now they're 16, 17, and three, just two points behind the Montreal Canadiens, who, by the way, are not going to be playing until at least this Sunday of the 28th due to having some players in uh, virus protocol, COVID-19 protocol. So hopefully they are okay. So yeah, Vancouver still... Vancouver still has a chance to get into the playoffs, so we'll see what they can do once and if they get there. But the main focus of today's episode is the Rangers and the Devils. Listen, I get it. Both teams are playing probably their best hockey of the year so far. 
And that's not exaggerating. I mean, if you saw the way that the Rangers absolutely embarrassed the Flyers last week with a 9-0 win at Madison Square Garden, and Mika Zibanejad all of a sudden gets hot. He gets a hat trick. Capo Caco was starting to get hot. He had a multi-goal game against the Buffalo Sabres. I mean, granted, it was the Sabres, but even still, you'd love to see Capo Caco getting hot. I mean, the Rangers embarrassed the Flyers last week, like I said. They split a series in Washington with the Capitals. 1-1, lost a tough one. It was a back-to-back series. They lost the first game 2-1, and they won the second one 3-1. That was uh, last weekend. But really, you, you look at the Rangers, and look, I had little to no expectations for this team this year. I said they weren't going to make the playoffs. But with the rate they're playing right now, if they somehow, some way can keep up this little hot streak they're on right now, and by little, I do mean little because it's look four and two in their last six. Look, it's nothing to sneeze at, but I don't know. I, I really would like to see more, especially with the goaltending because the goaltending has been a little bit, a little bit suspect. I know Shesterkin's been hurt. I know he's supposedly... Uh, coming back, I think he's supposed to start actually against the Flyers. So that's a good sign you're getting uh, Igor Shesterkin back. Uh, Georgiev has been very, very inconsistent all year. And I'm stunned with the way Keith Kincaid has played. Keith Kincaid, for a guy who couldn't stop a nosebleed when he was with the Devils, I mean, he was just, he, he was not good. He was giving up soft goals left and right. All of a sudden, he comes to the New York Rangers off the street, and all of a sudden, he's actually been decent. He's actually been really, really decent, and I am stunned with the way that he's been playing. And if you saw that save that he made against the Sabres on Jeff Skinner, whew, my goodness, that, that might be one of his best saves of his career. So I've been absolutely surprised, or actually not surprised, stunned with the way Keith Kincaid has played for the New York Rangers. He has actually been a very, very decent goaltender. We'll see what happens now that Shesterkin is coming back, if he'll still get some time or if they'll go back to Georgiev to see if they can try and get him off the schneid. But look, Keith Kincaid, keep doing what you're doing because it seems to be working for you for once. I'm really, really happy for him, and I really hope that he continues his success. Sorry, Neil. I know that he wanted him to play like this when he was with the Devils. But I digress. But listen, like I said, I said that the Rangers were not going to make the playoffs this year because I don't think they're quite ready yet. And what I mean by ready is I know they have the talent, but there's still a young team with a couple of veterans on there. I mean, you got Kreider, you got Zibanejad, you got Panarin. I, I get it. But the problem with the Rangers is that they're still way too inconsistent sometimes when it comes to getting crisp passes and shooting the puck. That has been the Achilles heel for the Rangers for years, for years. Oh, and also they couldn't defend, although their defense has been pretty solid this year. I got to say their defense has actually stepped up and has been pretty, pretty solid led by, of course, probably their best defensive player in Adam Fox, who by the way, should be considered for the Norris Trophy this year, just saying. <laughs> I'm only kidding. He's probably not going to be nominated for the Norris Trophy this year. But if he is, I'll be surprised because he actually does deserve some consideration in all seriousness. Him and Ryan Lindgren have been quite the defensive parent when, when Ryan Lindgren isn't taking stupid penalties, I should add. But him 
and Adam Fox have been quite the defensive pair. I've been very impressed with them. And also you have Keandre Miller, who's been really, really become a stud this year. I love watching this kid play. Jacob Troop has been meh. I mean, he's had a couple of, just a couple of good games. He's been okay. He hasn't been anything special. I don't know why he's still on that monster contract. Brennan Smith's been okay. I mean, he's, he's good with blocking shots and Libor Hayek's been okay as well. But look, my main issue with the Rangers, not the defense this time, because the defense has actually done their job once in a while. So I'm not concerned about them. Now my issue with them is getting more shots on the power play and just in general, because they still can't shoot to save their lives and get more crisp passes and stop being so hesitant to shoot. When you go on a two-on-one and you see there's a wide-open space to shoot, don't be hesitant. Just shoot the puck. You never know what can happen. Neil always says it best. Hockey is such a magical and unpredictable sport. You never know what can happen. Just put the puck on net and good things will happen. It's 50-50 at times, but still, good things will happen if you keep putting the puck on the net. And that's my message to the New York Rangers. If you just clean up the passes, and shoot, and stop being so hesitant, then I will say maybe the New York Rangers are a playoff team. But as of right now, I still stand by what I said. The New York Rangers are still not a playoff team. I don't think that's the case this year. Maybe in a year or two, but this year, I still don't think so. I would love to be proven wrong, and I will come on this air and say I was wrong if I am proven wrong, because that's just the type of man that I am. But Rangers, bottom line, they are not a playoff team for me, at least not this year. Now let's transition over to the New Jersey Devils, who are 4-1-1 in their last six, coming off a gritty 4-3 win, no pun intended, by the way, against the Philadelphia Flyers. No pun intended. Sorry, Gritty. I still hate your guts. But anyway, (laughs) but listen, the one caveat with the Devils this year That's my dog in the background, by the way. My apologies about that. The one caveat with the Devils that I've been really, really impressed with, and yes, I have actually been watching a little bit of the Devils this year, their youth is really, really shining through. I mean, their young guys are really coming on strong with guys like Michael McLeod, uh, Jesper Bratt, Yegor Sharangovich, Ty Smith especially. Ty Smith has been one of their best players all season long. You still got Jack Hughes. You still got Nikita Gusev, although I don't know. What's going on with him? Some are saying his time in Jersey may be up. Maybe Neil can clarify that for me. Um, If he's uh, watching or listening to this, he can clarify down in the comments below. Or he can probably explain to me in uh, the next episode off the air. But we'll see about that. But look, the Devils are no slouch, man. The Devils are are actually playing really, really well. Like I said, they're 14 or 12, 14, and 4 at the time of this recording. So look, who the heck knows? And look. Their goaltending, I still question quite a bit, although Mackenzie Blackwood has actually been really, really good for them this year. I mean, he's been pretty much keeping the Devils in these games. I haven't watched Wedgwood too much, although when I have watched him, he has looked pretty, pretty good. So I don't know about Wedgwood too much. I know about Blackwood a lot more, and Blackwood has been really, really solid for the Devils this year. I just want to go over a couple of stats with you here as far as both the Rangers and the Devils as to think why... I don't think either team, yes, I don't think the Devils are a playoff team either. I just want to bring up a couple of stats here as to why I don't think they are playoff teams. 
Let's go to face-off win percentage first. Face-off wins clearly not in favor of both teams right now. Devils are 30th with a 45.8% face-off win percentage. Rangers are dead last at 44.8. So both teams have to clean up their face-off wins. Power play percentage. Or actually, yeah, power play percentage. Let's go there next. Power play, Rangers are 25th at 16.1% on the power play. The Devils are 28th at 13.9. So power play has obviously been a struggle for both teams, especially with the Devils. My goodness. I mean, they're just giving up shorthanded goals left and right all of a sudden. What the heck is going on there? But anyway, power play not favoring both teams, though. But here's where the tables turn quite a bit for both teams, and that's the penalty kill. The Rangers are in the top three in penalty killing percentage. They are number three at 86.9. They have the third best penalty kill in the National Hockey League this year. That has been their biggest strength so far this year. The Devils? Oh, boy. (laughs) Special teams clearly are not on the Devils' side this year. The Devils are dead last on the penalty kill at 70.8%. Yikes. (laughs) So I look at both teams. The Rangers' biggest strength is obviously their penalty kill. The Devils' biggest strength is their youth, their young kids. And if you want more proof of that, here's another stat for you. Courtesy of NHL Stats on Twitter. Most points... By players age 23 or younger this season, the New Jersey Devils have a combined 115 points by their younger players age 23 or younger. 115 points. Then it's the Ottawa Senators with 89 points. Then it's Vancouver, Carolina, and Chicago, all with 87. Toronto with 77. And then the Rangers with 73. So when it comes to developing the young kids, the Devils seem to have the advantage there considering that their young players age 23 or younger have a combined 115 points and a majority of them are coming off a combined 8 points against the Flyers this past week. So look, youth is clearly the advantage for the Devils right now. Rangers their advantage is the penalty kill. So, yeah, both teams definitely have their advantages, but you definitely see a teeny bit more weakness with both teams, especially when it comes to the stats I mentioned earlier, which is the power play and face-off wins. And with the Devils, it has been special teams all year long. The Rangers don't have to worry about that when it comes to the penalty kill, but the power play, they definitely need to clean some things up. So if both teams want a chance to make the playoffs this year, they need to clean up the face-off wins, you know, get more accurate face-off wins and stop giving it to the other team. They need to cool it with the turnovers. And from the devil's perspective, they need to clean up the shorthanded goals when they're on the power play. And look, both teams just need to really, really, really get their act together when it comes to shooting. When I see both teams try to get crisp passes and try and shoot, Sometimes it's just not there. The passes are either too far wide left or right, they're too hard, or they either fan on the pass and turn it over. 
That's for both teams that I'm seeing. Maybe Neil sees something different, but at least for me, that's what I see. So if both teams can just clean those things up and just develop more chemistry with each other and stop being so hesitant to shoot the puck and score more, then both teams, I would say, definitely have a shot to at least make the playoffs this year. Maybe they get bounced out in the first round, but even still, they still they would have a chance if they can get their act together in those departments. But as of right now, the bottom line is both teams, in my opinion, are not ready for the playoffs. They are not making them this year. And on that note, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. If you have any thoughts on anything I said, let me know on Twitter and Instagram at BottomLineWMCX. Use the hashtag BottomLine voice message on Anchor the app or at anchor.fm. And if you like what you're seeing on YouTube, please drop a like and a comment down below. It helps out tremendously. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss that episode. Subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. And actually, I do have a response on Instagram, actually. If I can pull that up for you really quick here. It's actually from our guy, Austin Myers, who does uh, Top Shelf with Taco um, every single week. And he responded to what I posted on Twitter and Instagram. And he said, from what the standings tell me, the Rangers have a better chance than the Devils. The Devils are a lost cause. Look, Austin, I'm not gonna go as far as I'm not gonna go as far and say the Devils are a lost cause because they are playing better. I don't think both teams are a playoff team, but you are kind of right. The Rangers, as of right now, in my opinion, do have a better chance of making the playoffs because of their one caveat. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, not caveat, one strength, and that is the penalty killing. The goaltender needs to be better, and they need to be better with stop being so stop being so hesitant to shoot the puck. If they can do that, the Rangers have a much better chance of making the playoffs. The Devils don't either, but I'm not going to go as far as say they are a lost cause. They do have a chance, but the Rangers have a much better chance of making the playoffs than the Devils do, at least in my opinion. I am not just saying that because I am a Ranger fan. I'm saying this as a hockey fan as well. That's just my personal opinion. Let me know what you guys think. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next episode. Peace out.